Hey guys, welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all female business owners. I'm your host, Lindsay Teague Moreno. I'm an author, speaker, podcaster, entrepreneur, influencer, and truth teller. In each episode of the Boss Up Podcast, you will get under 20 minutes of content, and it's based on the principles and lessons I've learned in building startup businesses into multi-million dollar producing organizations. You can learn more about me, my business, and check out my book on building your social media following at www.lindsaytm.com. The link is in the description of each episode. Now, grab your pen, paper, a glass of wine, and get ready to boss up. One of the most consistent questions that I get from entrepreneurs who write me on social media or through email is to ask me, hey, Lindsay, how do I stay motivated or how do I motivate the people that I work with so that we don't quit when the going gets rough? And that is a great question. Today I have for you eight different ways that you can continue to stay motivated in your business so that quitting is not the option that you run to when it gets really hard. And I promise you, it will get really hard. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Boss Up podcast. I'm so excited to be back after an extended break to number one, travel for business, and number two, finish a book. And now that those things are done, I have some time to dedicate to creating new content for the podcast and getting back in here more consistently, which I'm really excited about. I did miss it. Um, I love podcasting. So um, I'm excited to have this value for you guys to come back to again and again. And I appreciate all of the messages I've gotten from you guys about, hey, is everything okay? (laughs) Yes, everything's good, but I can't do this while I travel. And we've been traveling almost nonstop since March. um, And I cannot do it while I'm writing a book. I just found it to be too much stuff that I had to do on the plate. And so um, when it comes to priorities, and you guys should do this in your own business, um, you have to make a list of all the things that you should be doing or want to be doing. And then you need to put them in order of priority. And I was on book deadline and this podcast, while I love it, it's not, it's a value added for you, but it's not a money maker for me because I don't have a bunch of sponsors. Okay. So of all the things that have to go and you guys will have to find this in your own business, you have to let go of some of the things that are not bringing you an income in order to do the things that are going to value added are important and it's going to be part of your business. That's this for me, but it doesn't take precedence over the things that are going to actually bring an income. Because having a business and growing a business is, yes, about helping other people, but it's also about making money. And (laughs) so when it comes to priorities, always prioritize the things that are actually going to help you pay your bills because you cannot pay your bills on really good reviews of your podcast. (laughs) Okay, so before we get started today, I'm going to talk about today's wine of the day. And I'm going to give you guys an option today that is under $20 which I think you guys will like. So under 20 bucks, and this is the Mayomi Pinot Noir. This is the one that I always go to when I'm out. It's pretty readily available, so it's a big wine. It's from California. I think you guys are going to like it. It's not too overly sweet, but it does have that Pinot Noir smoothness and sweetness that goes down. So it's not like a dessert wine. It's not sweet like that, but it's not going to be super dry like a Cabernet could be. Um, But it is an easy drinker, um, and you can, you know, just throw it in food that you're cooking, or you can drink it while you're cooking, (laughs) or you can drink it with your dinner, and it's pretty versatile red wine. So check out that one, Mayomi, M-E-I-O-M-I, Pinot Noir, and the 2016 is available for under 20 bucks right now. So go grab you some of that. Okay, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about sticking it out 
when you feel like quitting. Um, I often get the question from people on my inbox or in direct messages where they're like, hey, how do you stay motivated? And it is no one's job to motivate you. I don't believe that anyone can motivate you to action outside of showing you the value of your action. So if your action is going to bring you in money and you need money to pay your bills, that is actually going to motivate you. It's not the thing that the person said, right? And so you can be motivational or people can be motivational for you and inspire you to work that day. But in the end, you're the one that has to decide this is something that's important to me and I'm going to be spending my time on it. I did look up and find the top, you know, reasons that people quit a job. And I think that as I go through the list, it's, it rings true for entrepreneurship. So if you've got a product and you're really working hard to get it out there and it's just not taking it off as fast as you want it to, the first thing entrepreneurs usually do is be like, I'm just done with that. I just quit. And number one, that's not doing you any service if you're going to start another business because people will watch you publicly quit something (laughs) that was your thing. But number two, it's not going to help you actually be successful. If you quit everything you start when it gets hard, it's going to be really difficult for you to find success because it usually takes small businesses five years to see a profit. And that's just the truth. So here are the reasons that most people quit a job. Uh, Number one, it would be relationships with the boss or the coworkers. So they don't get along with them. They don't like them. They don't like the people that that they're working for or around. So they quit. It would also be that fact that you would be unchallenged. So if you're unchallenged in your work, if it just becomes second nature, you know, when you're just driving somewhere and you forget all about how you even got there and like 10 minutes later, you're like, how did I get here without thinking about this? It becomes second nature for you. When your job becomes that, it becomes boring, right? We don't want to do the things that we already know how to do. It's like you walk in on a job on the first day and it's exciting and you don't know what you're doing. You get nervous about it. And then before you know it, The part of your brain that automates tasks takes over and you're not challenged anymore. It's really easy to walk away from because we we think that challenging things are fun, right? Like we're not here for all the easy stuff. Um, Things have to continue to change. And some of us resist change. Some of us lean into it. But change keeps you challenged. And that is important in a job. We've got not using your skills or abilities. So if you're doing a job where it's just like, this is not using the things that you're good at, you constantly find it a struggle. You constantly are challenged by it. There's nothing that you can see some improvement in. People will leave. People leave if you're not contributing to a bigger goal. So if there's not something that they believe in on the other side of what they're doing, they will leave. So your job or the product that you sell or the service you sell, the back end of that, the feeling that your customer gets, the feeling that your client gets, that's the thing that's important. And when that's missing, we're just doing a bunch of work for nothing long-term. It's easy to walk away from. We've got not enough independence. So if you are constantly being watched over, it's like having a parent just constantly over your shoulder watching what you do, you're going to want to leave. Not enough meaningful work. There's not meaning to what you do every single day. It can be connected to long-term goals, but if every single day what you're doing is just so mundane and it's not meaningful to you, uh, you don't feel like you were accomplished anything that day, you will walk away. We've also got missing stability. So if you feel like, oh, the company I'm working for is constantly not making me feel safe here, people want to leave. You have to work in a safe environment. That's important for you to be able to get into this place where you can be creative, where you can improve upon things. 
We have um, the culture isn't right. So if the culture that you're in in your business or the culture you're creating isn't consistent with your own personal values, it's going to be easier for you to walk away. So make sure that the business that you create has the same values as you do as a person. And finally, recognition. Recognition is so important in our job. And the thing is, when we're an entrepreneur, no one is around to recognize you for a job well done except you. You are the boss here. So it's up to you to not only create goals that have a recognition on the other side, but then that you follow through with that. This last year when we got my book deal, we, we agreed, okay, if we can get this book deal and it's over this amount, then we're going to take this one trip. And we didn't do that. The recognition piece of me meeting this goal is missing. And therefore, I let myself down on that. And I then am responsible for not recognizing my own good work. So as an entrepreneur, it's up to you to recognize your good work. And so you need to put recognition pieces behind the little goals that you've set for yourself. But then the second part of that is also following through because you need to give yourself a reason to work for the next goal. And for me, that reason is going to be missing because if I can skip on this piece of recognition, then who's to say I can't skip on the next one, right? So that's one place that I messed up this year. And I challenge you, it doesn't have to be as big as a trip, but I challenge you to create recognition pieces behind your goals and then actually follow through with that. Make sure you keep that promise to yourself, okay? So I wanna give you guys some ideas on things you can do right now to help yourself stick it out or to give to clients, customers, people that you work with, coworkers, bosses, anyone that you are talking with about your business, a reason to stick out what they're doing, inspire them to continue forward. And so here are eight things that you can do to help you stick it out when things get tough and you feel like maybe this just isn't for me, it's time to walk away. It can be for you, you have to make it (laughs) thus, make it that way, you have to make it so. You can't just assume that your business is gonna build for you. So the first thing you can do is to stop hanging out with people that hate everything. (laughs) Do we all have that one friend that is like the energy suck of the group and almost never (laughs) they think that it's them. So if there's not one in your group, I would really highly recommend that you look at yourself. Are you that person? I've talked a little bit in the past about how I have been that person in a group and I had to remove myself from the situation. When you become the negativity then that spreads, right? And when somebody else is negative about something all the time, that spreads. Stop hanging out with those people. Stop hanging out with the people that pull the energy from you, that pull the excitement from your day, that don't propel you forward. If they're pulling you back constantly by all the complaining and negativity, it's time to end that relationship. Just end it and move on, okay? (laughs) If it's someone that's extremely close to you, you may have to have a hard conversation with them about how their actions and their words are making you feel, okay? Okay, number two is to consistently challenge yourself. Uh, You may have to throw wrenches in your day. So for me, when everything becomes really easy, uh, I'm not motivated to get into my office, right? So for me, I have to come up with new ideas, talk them through with my business partner, who is my husband, make sure that this is an okay direction to move. But then I always have to be bringing myself new challenges. So this year I decided to do an event. We're doing a social media event um, here in Denver. I decided to start the Boss Up Box. I decided to start the LTM Stock Shop. Um, I just started decided to do one-on-one coaching for the first time. I wrote a book and I'm really working on getting a bunch of speaking gigs because this is what I love. 
And so these are all new roles for me. They're all new things that I'm trying to get off the ground. And in a starting year, which this is for me, it's really hard to gain this momentum. You have to start small and and then move bigger, no matter how big your previous business was. You have to start small somewhere. And that's really hard. So I have to constantly be reminding myself, number one, I'm new. And number two, this is a challenge. This is the thing that gets me to stick it out. I want it, I want these things to work and therefore I can't just quit. Number three is to find the sweet spot uh, between what you love and the skills that you have. Uh, you need to find a place or something that you can do in your business every single day um, that you contribute to your business that is not only something that you're good at, but something that you love. You know, like I'm, I'm good at making spreadsheets. I don't love that. I can't just sit and look at spreadsheets all day. I need something more creative to do with my time. So I have to find a sweet spot that something that I can do every single day that I not only love, but I'm really good at. And then I need to find or partner with other people that are good at the thing that I don't love or I'm not skilled at. Just because we don't have all the skills as an entrepreneur doesn't mean we can't be successful. We can, we just have to pull people alongside us that have the skills that we don't. Number four, work on your personal development. Get yourself out to events. Get yourself to a place where you can be inspired, have new ideas, um, sit and be alone outside of your normal workspace so it looks different, it feels different. Get all this information, take the things that apply to you and then apply them to your business. Working on personal development is never going to hurt your business. You have to become better in order for your business to become better because your business is you when you're an entrepreneur. People are buying you, not your product or service. They're buying the stories that you have to tell. They're buying the culture that you're creating. They're buying the brand that you stand behind. So make sure that you are working on your personal development. Number five, have very clear priorities and goals. If that means you create a vision board, then that's what it means. So for me this year, I did that. I went and pulled pictures of all the things that I really wanna do so that I could see them physically every single day when I'm in my office. My priorities and my goals need to be written down in order for me to see them, to know why am I working this hard and to remind myself, oh yeah, this is connected to something so much bigger. You guys, I started my book five years ago. This was a five year in the making goal. But if I hadn't written it down and remembered and actually started working on little pieces of it along the way, I might never have stuck that out. But because I did, I wrote it down. It's something that I wanna do. It's something that I think will lead me to my ultimate goal. Then I can remember, okay, I'm doing this for this specific reason. You have to write it down in order to remember it. Number six, love your workspace. Your workspace has to be a place that you are excited to go in. When I first started my business, I did not have an office. My computer was in my bedroom <laughs> with my husband, uh, which he will tell you is like the worst thing ever because I was working at all hours of the night. Um, and so then we moved it into another room where I could have like an office area. Um, and then I wanted to make it me. It needs to say my brand all over it. I need to have a place to put the things that are important to me, the things that I remember, the things that inspire me, the things that make me laugh so that every single day I'm excited to walk into this office or this space. It does not have to be a separate office, but make the space that you work at you. Make it look like you, make it feel like you, make it a place that you want to be so that you're excited to go in there every single day. Number seven, you need to have grit. Angela Duckworth wrote a book called Grit, about grit, 
I highly recommend it to you. This is about sticking it out when it gets hard. Having grit is something that we all want our kids to have, right? We want our kids to be able to work really hard, be good losers, but then also be really good winners. Um, And that means they have to stick it out through the hard parts. And the same thing is true for us, you guys. We're just like our kids. We need to have grit about the things that are hard so that we're not just walking away when the challenges come. Because on the other side of that challenge might be your next breakthrough. It might be your next big follower. It might be your next big sale. Whatever it is, you have to make it through the hard stuff in order to get there. And finally, you are not a victim. Stop waving your victim flag. Your victim flag will kill your business, okay? Um, Nobody owes you an easy road. I often think, oh, this should just be easy for me for none other reason than I'm me. And I know I've talked about this before, but that is not true. (laughs) That's very far from the truth. You need to put down the victim flag, take extreme ownership for everything that's happening in your business, and then work to fix it. Work to make your business work for other people. Put down the victim flag. Nobody owes you an easy road. Nobody said it was going to be easy. What we said was it's going to be worth it. If you stick it out and you do the thing that you love, it will be worth it down the road. But you don't know that unless you put down the victim flag and realize nobody owes you anything. You need to be ultimately responsible for your business and how it does. And that means consistently trying new things, consistently trying to upgrade things, consistently trying to meet the needs of the people that are following you. And if you do that and you make yourself the owner of the issues in your business rather than the victim of the issues in your business. It will be so much easier for you to be able to stick it out through the hard parts. Otherwise, it's so easy to be like, well, that wasn't my fault. I'm just going to quit. And that quitting is not going to serve you on your road to success. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener of the Boss Up Podcast. If you feel so inclined, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you on any platform that you're listening to this podcast on. In addition, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can find me on pretty much any social media platform and you can email me anytime at hello at lindsaytm.com. I'll see you guys out there. Today's episode of the Boss Up Podcast is brought to you by the terrible school projects sent home by teachers who are exacting their revenge on us as parents for having to watch our kids all year long. Well played, teach. Well played. Cheers. Cheers.